Accomplishment Coaching is proud to present the following fine programming. Accomplishment Coaching, where coaches lead and leaders coach. AccomplishmentCoaching.com Welcome back to The Coaching Show with your host, Master Certified Coach Christopher McCullough. Alex Lickerman is joining us from Chicago, Illinois, where he is a primary care physician, an author, a speaker, an entrepreneur, a teacher, and founder of Imagine MD, a direct primary care medical practice in downtown Chicago. He is the author of The Undefeated Mind on the Science of Constructing an Indestructible Self, and we've been talking about his um, expertise and his views on the science of building resilience. Alex, just before the break, we were talking about um, one of the nine tools in your book uh, about accepting pain and how mostly we avoid pain, first physical pain and then emotional pain, and that that avoidance is often more toxic, my word, than experiencing the pain. And that you were just telling us that as you speak to people, as you speak to your patients and people in life, that you're finding that everyone seems to have a secret dream, something that they've either given up on, maybe tried a little bit or not tried at all. Will you continue with that? Yes. So what I found is that, um, as I was saying before the break, uh, I often speak to college age uh, uh, people and a common issue among college age uh, students is um, social anxiety. So for, for example, many of them have the goal of uh, making new friends or even uh, finding someone to date. And so the issue may be, however, that they're horribly embarrassed and anxious when contemplating asking someone out. And so their goal is to maybe you know, find a girlfriend, find a boyfriend, but the task they have to accomplish in order to do that would be to actually ask somebody out, which can be very anxiety-provoking. Well, the issue is if, if their goal is to not feel anxious, there's a really easy way for them to do that, and that is simply to not pick up the phone and make the call to that person who they may be interested in asking out. And it works. They don't feel anxious because they're not going to do it. Their anxiety is not provoked. The problem is they also fail to accomplish their goal or their dream. So, in fact, what, what, the, what I teach in the book, uh, and in fact, when we created a course at the University of Chicago called The Resilience Project, where we actually took the ideas in the book and translated them into uh, training workshops where we taught people how to incorporate these ideas into their lives. What we train people to do is very simply, and, and your listeners can do this as we're speaking or after they listen to the, to, the, to the show, pull out a piece of paper and write down some goal or some dream you have that you've not even necessarily tried to, to go after, uh, not because the obstacles out there in the world seem too insurmountable, but because you're afraid or have some emotional blocking uh, blockage to trying it yourself. So write down that goal or that dream, and then underneath that, that dream, write down uh, the basic steps that you would have to go through to accomplish that goal, whatever they may be. So for example, if your goal is simply you want to ask somebody out who you're interested in, you'd write down, you know, uh, pick up the phone and dial their number, uh, ask them out, then prepare for the date, whatever that would be. Next to those tasks, as you contemplate taking those steps, write down what feelings uh, arise for you. Because interestingly, as I've gone around the country and taken people through this exercise, when people have then sort of, you know, 
talked about what their goals are, uh, almost to the person, they actually begin feeling those emotions just as they talk about them or even write them down. So you can very easily get in touch with them because usually they're so strong, they're, they are what are preventing you from accomplishing your goal. Mm-hmm. So, so once you have that, now you know what the real obstacles are, it's these feelings. And so the notion of accept pain is this. Rather than try to suppress those feelings or ignore those feelings, which studies show only invariably makes them worse and larger, view them with the spirit of acceptance. In fact, view them in the spirit of bring it on. So I'll give you an example of what I mean. There was a friend of mine a number of weeks ago who needed to have an MRI done uh, for some diagnostic procedure. He needed to to have it done. And um, I don't know if any of you uh, listening have ever had an MRI, but it's like being put into a coffin. Mm -hmm. It's a very, very narrow space. And many people who are claustrophobic uh, can't do it. And he happened to be one of those people. He was, uh, he tried five times and had to uh, abort the procedure each time because he became so anxious while in the MRI machine. So I said to him, you know, there is another way to approach this rather than sort of viewing anxiety as your enemy and doing your best to escape it. Uh, because what happens when you try to escape an unpleasant feeling is invariably you fail because you can't escape those feelings. And the fact that you can't escape it while you're trying makes you only even more anxious. It mm-hmm. multiplies it. So I said, rather than look upon anxiety as your enemy or, or as owning you, look upon anxiety as uh, a curiosity and say to that anxiety, okay, bring it on. I'm ready for you. Because in saying that to yourself, you are allowing yourself to feel that anxiety. And in simultaneously, you are, you are implying to yourself, you are strong enough to feel it, to handle it. It's not fun. It's not pleasant. But it won't hurt you. And so, interestingly, he came back the next day and told me that uh, he, he tried my strategy. He just sort of lay there in the machine saying, okay, bring it on. And he said, ironically enough, he didn't feel the anxiety at all. And he was able to complete the scan. Amazing. Well, this is actually what studies show, that when you look at any unpleasant feeling, whether it's anxiety, whether, say, it's nicotine cravings when you're trying to quit smoking, hunger cravings when you're trying to eat less and lose weight, even people who have epilepsy, who are trained to look at uh, the initial symptoms or the, the what is called a prodrome uh, of symptoms that occur before a seizure, and look at those with acceptance, not resistance, it actually decreases the... Um, Sorry, it increases the likelihood of people quitting smoking, it increases the ability to resist eating tempting foods, and it actually decreases the rate of seizures in people who have epilepsy. So it's this brand new, sort of really obvious and simple way um, of approaching unpleasant feelings, uh, which we have been programmed by evolution to try to avoid, but when we mindfully recognize we don't have to do that, we can actually... Uh, accept them fully and sort of let them pass through us as they inevitably do and they extinguish on their own when we just allow them to complete in some way, we can actually be unleashed. Uh, People have gotten back to me as I have given this talk and talked or introduced them to this concept and said, you know, that it it, it unleashed them to take on challenges and, and, and try dreams that they never knew they could they could take on and even succeed because they realized the greatest enemy was their own uncomfortable feelings that they just didn't want to feel. And when they gave themselves permission to feel those feelings, they suddenly became unleashed. Beautiful. Um, I would not be complete if I didn't ask you this. So you're a guy who thrives, as you said in our previous segment, on discipline and efficiency. Mm -hmm. And it strikes me that in everyone's life, even someone as accomplished as you, that there's some area where we'd like to have more resilience. I don't mm-hmm. know anything about your personal life, but is there some area that you'd like to sort of 
bring your own work to your life, some area of life where you're not quite as resilient as you'd like to be? That's a great question. Uh, absolutely. The resilience is a is a ongoing project for everyone, even people who are very resilient. And so, uh, interestingly enough, I would say for me, the area where I'd like to become in some ways more resilient uh, is uh, as a father. Oh. Uh, and I say that. So I have an eight-year-old son, and um, a great course, age I, for a human being, by the way. He is a he is a great. It is a great age, but it's also an age where he you know he's a very smart, uh, independent thinking child who uh, is already beginning to challenge my wife and I in ways that um, are sometimes challenging. And so for me, uh, you know, I look at how I sometimes respond to him and I, and I take myself to task because, you know, I'm going to remember looking back at his childhood, how I felt about our interactions and, and him. And I don't want to look back feeling that I was always short-tempered and irritated with him, which I, I'm not always. I, I mm-hmm. you know, like any normal parent, uh, I am only sometimes, uh, <laughs> I hope. But, um, but I think that uh, resilience is also, to some degree, uh, related to our tolerance for frustration. And let's be honest, any parent out there, I mean, raising children uh, is filled with a lot of frustration. And so I challenge myself. In fact, I often use the very technique I just mm-hmm. described, mm-hmm. accept pain, to say when I get frustrated, um, of course, like anyone else, I'm automatic in my desire to stop being frustrated, which often means I am externalizing my frustration onto so, the, the cause of it, my son. So now and you so, can bring it on. I can bring it on. That's right. Beautiful. Well, our time has flown by. You are a brilliant man and a delightful guest. Thanks for being with us. You, my dear listener, can find out more about Alex Lickerman and all of his work by going to www.alexalexlickerman.com and immediately go out and get a copy of The Undefeated Mind, wherever books are sold. Dr. Lickerman, thanks for being with us. And you, dear listener, thanks for listening. We'll talk to you next week. Do you want to be a professional coach? Are you in business trying to make a real difference with people you manage or work with? Have you started a coaching practice that isn't quite getting off the ground? Get the skills you need to be a successful coach today with the Coach's Training Program from Accomplishment Coaching. The Coach's Training Program will show you how to help others focus and be more fulfilled. Whether you want to improve your company's bottom line or create a thriving coaching practice, Accomplishment Coaching can give you the distinctions and practices you need to coach others effectively today. Accomplishment Coaching has spent six years developing a cutting-edge coaches training program that will have you ready to coach people professionally in just 12 months, and you don't have to take time off work to do it. To find out more about the Coaches Training Program, just call 1-888-548-6813. That's 1-888-548-6813. Do you love wine, but it doesn't love you back in the morning? Then it's time to try Alcotox, the ultimate hangover cure. Alcotox is a dietary supplement that reduces the harmful side effects of alcohol and it benefits all alcohol consumers, not just those who occasionally overindulge. So now, for less than the cost of a drink, you can wake up hangover-free. To learn more, go to vinvillage.com and let Alcotox make hangovers a thing of the past. Hi, Scale listener. This is David Finkel, co-host with Jeff Hoffman of Scale Your Business. I wanted to let you know that our newest book, Scale, was just released and to encourage you to get your copy. The book will give you seven proven principles to grow your business and get your life back. Scale will help you work less 
by getting your business to produce more. Get your copy online or at your local bookseller. For more information, visit us online at scaleyourbusinesstoolkit.com. I have some good news for a change. With the stressful times upon us, having a regular glass of wine has proved in many studies to reduce stress. Want some more stress-relieving tips? VinVillage.com is an exciting new social organization connecting wine lovers around the country with an exclusive local and online wine lifestyle experience. VinVillage members can meet others online and in person, attend wine dinners and tastings, participate in forums, blogs, and wikis, purchase limited and exclusive wines, even create your own wine. You heard me, create your own wine. And best yet, membership is free. So reduce some of the stress and have some fun. Join now and connect with thousands of other like-minded wine lovers. To learn more, go to vinvillage.com. That's www.vinvillage.com. Vin Village is where wine lovers connect.